boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos. Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. Today we're going to talk about career paths and kind of how the job market is heading. Uh, Don't worry, everyone will still have jobs. It just might not be the job that it is today. So, Ian, talking about careers. When you were a kid, what kind of jobs did you envision, I guess? What were available at that time growing up? Yeah, I think when we were kids, the titles and the career paths seemed a little bit less specific or there weren't as many varieties as you see today. You had your typical doctor, lawyer, teacher, businessman, and maybe a couple others sprinkled in there. But today you're seeing so many specific job titles and different industries are opening up. So you just see a lot more specific and more customized sort of roles, more than we saw, I think, when we were younger. Would you agree? There are jobs out there because of technology that never existed when we were younger. And now it's like endless, the different kind of jobs that you can do. I think what's really interesting is when you're in high school, you're taught English, history, science, all the the core curriculum. And then you go to college and it's like, what do you want to do for a career? Uh, I want to do English. You learn these core things, but you never learn career options in high school. And yet you go to college and it's like, decide. Exactly. So then you're told, yeah, check this box and decide this path and... uh hope that's what you want to do, right? And you invest, you know, X amount of years. Typically in the U.S., it's usually four years undergraduate. And for a lot of people, you pick a path and honestly, cross your fingers hoping you'll have a job once you get out into the market. And so nowadays, again, you're seeing, like we talked about, you're seeing more more options open up as technology is developing. So again, it's going to be interesting to see in the next five or ten years what careers exist that we have no idea are even around today. Exactly. And I think on the negative side of that, what jobs will be replaced by this new technology? You see it today when you go to the grocery store and it's self-checkout. You know, that's a job that isn't needed anymore because the computer does it. Or, you know, all these apps in your phones, people used to provide those services and now it's just technology. It's a real catch-22 when you think about it because it's amazing, this technology that we have. It makes our lives easier, things more efficient. But at the same time, you know, it's taking away a lot of the responsibility and the, the fulfillment that a lot of people have in their lives by having a certain trade or a certain skill. And I think a big problem we're going to see in the next upcoming years is people being replaced by these machines. And... I'm personally a little worried thinking about how people are going to react, how people are going to feel about this whenever they get displaced. It's a big problem that I, I hope we as a society can figure out as as it progresses. 
I have mixed feelings. I think with high school, right, you go to college and you pick a career path or a major. We both went to liberal arts schools, so your major usually is pretty broad. It's not a one track or like you're studying to be a nurse and that's all you know and you have to be a nurse. And I think um, like the beauty of that kind of education is you will see people in all types of jobs with all different majors because it's not career oriented. You're learning a lot about how to think and how to articulate yourself and all these skills that you need for all types of jobs. So it worries me when sometimes people go to a major or have this skill and then say a computer takes it over, all you know is that skill. You can't really do anything else. So then you're stuck. Exactly. The beauty of having this major that's a little more broad is you can apply it for a lot of different things. Exactly. And another problem back to automation is there's a lot of people saying, okay, well, if you get your job displaced, why don't you just learn a new skill? There's a saying in the States right now that's learn to code computer coding but i think it's a little ignorant to think that you know a 55 year old truck driver who loses his job to automation is going to be able to learn how to computer code it's not realistic and it's a little troubling to think that these people won't have a place in in the workplace with these kind of ridiculous expectations that come along with this rise of technology I think it's tough because obviously when you think of the economics as a business person, a computer is cheaper than a person. A person comes with health care, it comes with retirement funds, it comes with vacation time. There's all these things that are so expensive for a business. It's tough to tell a business, oh, feel bad for Henry whose job you're going to be taking because of a computer because you look at the numbers and it's just simple math. Sure. It's better for the bottom line. So it's, it's tough. I don't know. I guess it'll have to come through government regulation requiring that there's a, you know, a minimum amount of these jobs are held by humans. I don't know where it's going to come because right now like we're, we're seeing it and we're living it and there are a lot less jobs because of automation. But I don't know if there's going to be a cap or if it's just going to continue rising. A big issue that's also trying to be tackled is college debt. I think that's a big issue in Chile is the schools are so expensive and, you know, access just isn't there. In the U.S., we kind of have a different problem where we have too many schools that overcharge and college is a necessity. It's been told for at least our generation and onward that if you don't go to college, you're going to be poor. So everyone goes. Right. Whether you can afford it or not or whether you're suited for college or not. I mean, some people should be practicing trade that's you know building things and using their hands and that's perfectly fine like you don't have to go to college but that was the culture i think for a long time in the u.s there's been this idea like you said if you don't go to college you're going to be poor you're not going to be able to support your family and kind of putting like a um almost like a gold label to these jobs that you get with a college degree, right? But there's so many trades, so many jobs that are very important and very respectable that kind of get put in the shadow because they're not considered one of these academic careers. But the world needs construction workers, plumbers, mechanics, as much as they need any other trade that you get with a, with a college degree. So I think changing that stigma 
of you know deciding to maybe have a vocational career instead of an academic career i think that's something that that needs to be changed to allow people to have more opportunities as as we see the college sphere starting to shrink and becoming more constricting with these opportunities well i think also it was kind of this promise that our generation grew up with try really hard get into a good college don't worry about the cost and you're guaranteed a job and you're seeing that's not true. I mean, what you're seeing more often is it's really hard for people with college degrees to get jobs. What happens is they have, you know, tens, twenty, thirty thousands dollars of student debt. So, you know, they're stuck living at home for longer than they used to in the past because, you know, that money that they're now in debt, they can't put a mortgage down. They can't buy a car. They can't really invest in the economy like our parents' generation did because now we have all this college debt where we were guaranteed a good job and you're not seeing it exactly something that's always been considered an investment (laughs) is starting to seem more like a liability for a lot of people nowadays yeah i mean i have lots of friends who are going to be paying their college debt for the next 15 20 years and that's a real shame just to have the opportunity to try to get a job you have to get yourself in that position if you're not lucky to have that economic situation in the first place so it's a real problem that needs to get solved you definitely hear it with this presidential election coming up because i think student debt in the u.s has surpassed in the past couple years the country's credit card debt yeah that's outrageous it's outrageous how how big it is i think what's also interesting is because of this kind of culture of like go to college everyone goes to college it's not even an option you just you go to college that our generation is terrible with our hands I mean if my toilet breaks or my car breaks or something breaks I have no idea what to do where like my dad and all of his buddies would be like oh you just do this and use the wrench and the hammer and I'm like what do you feel like your generation of guys knows their way around a an engine or <laughs> no not not as well as we should yeah I, I it's always when these kind of things happen I always feel I feel stupid I, I feel like I didn't study enough practical things maybe I know about something specific that I learned in school but maybe a lot of people know how to change a tire on a car or how to change their oil or how to fix an appliance in their house these really I don't want to say basic because they're you know you need to know how to how to do them but these are things that that we should know more than other things maybe we've been taught in our quote-unquote educations it, it is kind of scary because it's like our culture was so hit the books go in the classroom and it's like we forgot to teach our children all these practical real life things that are important you know i mean if you know how to fix your car you're going to save a ton of money and you won't have to go to the car shop where you're going to get ripped off because you don't know what you're talking about. Or if something breaks in your house, you can just fix it instead of having to pay triple to have some guy come and fix it. Exactly. In school, you learn things like photosynthesis of plants and calculus and things that most people aren't going to use on a daily basis. But then you don't learn how to balance a checkbook. You don't learn how to have personal finance responsibility. Like you said, don't know how to fix a sink, fix an appliance in the house. And so a lot of times you ask yourself, what are we really teaching our our youth? 
What are, are we really preparing them for the future? Or are we teaching them things that are just going to go in one year and come out the other? So I think we have a lot of questions to ask about what's important to be teaching also. So things are definitely changing as we've seen technology has changed every aspect of our life as well as the labor market and will continue to do so. It'll be interesting to see how things change. But luckily podcasts will probably still stay alive. I like to think this is a rising uh, (laughs) industry, rising medium, so uh, hopefully we'll be good for a while. So as you all know, if you get lost, go online and check out that transcript and vocabulary guide. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.co. Thanks for listening.